Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Ted. And I'm Obert. And and wel- welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Yep. Uh, class, class is in session. Um, th- sit down. Uh, I will take all apples. Oh, teacher, I'll... teacher, I got a, yeah, I have yes. a question. Uh, yeah, t- take, take your seat, please. Okay, I'm sitting down now. Can I ask my question? Wait, but I have a question. Uh, uh, l- let's go with the the young lady in the back, um, Margaret. Margaret. <laughs> oh, that's hi, a good. Cla- hi, hi, teacher. Oh, okay. What, cla- what class is this again? This is sex ed, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all of a sudden feeling really uncomfortable. I know. Because <laughs> I'm going to take this in the uh, the worst direction. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Teacher, can I can I change my class? No, yeah, it's locked in. <laughs> if, you, if you don't if you don't pass this class with flying colors, you're never gonna be on the varsity soccer team. It's okay, I don't like soccer anyways. You do in this in this timeline. <laughs> nope. The character that you're playing in this fictional class likes likes soccer. Yeah, he likes soccer. Or hates soccer, but it's really good at it. It's the only way to go to college is by mm. being good at soccer. Yeah, there's, a, in... there's always crippling student loan debt. Mm. It's true. Doesn't make for as good a story, though. I know <laughs> you're ruining you're ruining everything I've built with the my fiction. mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Well, but how are you? You know, I wanted to um, I wanted to say thank you to Obert for uh, sending me a, a gift of beer. Oh, you're welcome, Todd. That was a um, that was a thank you for for drafting a season winning fantasy football team for That's, me. Yes, that is true. As is tradition, we we must talk about fantasy football now that fantasy football is in season. Right, uh, and Todd agreed that he would be gracious enough to to do my draft for me because I was unavailable at the time. Because, uh, but he said, as long as you ship me some beer. So he was studying for that that sex ed test. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, a lot of parts, a lot of parts and pieces. Down there's there. a lot of parts. You don't know what goes in what, what fits in what. <laughs> well, hopefully you've learned some more anatomy um, yeah. along the way while you were, while I was doing that for you. But I, I did want to say that um, I received the box. I have the box, but I have yet. Oh, look to, at that! But I have yet to open the box. There could be anything in there. It could be a boat. <laughs> no, <laughs> there could be. Could be anything. Now I literally, I literally took this box off my front porch and put this directly into my fridge. So all the contents of said box are cold. It's a cold box. It's a cold box. The box is no longer cold because it's been out of the fridge for about five minutes. But the contents, I believe, are still cold-ish. You and hope. I hope. And if Yeah, it's pretty well insulated. There's a lot of bubble wrap in there. Ooh, I don't know. It'll be if hot you, beers. <laughs> if you guys would allow me, I would like to open this box here and reveal to the listeners what Obert has sent me into in the box. For all we know, it's a boat. It could be a million gold blooms. It could be... You know, maybe he sent me a whole bunch of cash to pay off my mortgage. Um, These nope. are all possibilities. Nope. Nobody knows until the box is open. Could it's, be a box full of elephant poop. It really is a Schrodinger situation here at the moment. Could um, be a dead cat. Could be. Could be an alive cat. <laughs> you know, we don't know. You did send me a picture of, you, of the box. The box is being done with a cat on top. And Chris did say, send the cat to Tud because he has too many cats. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yep. Yeah. And I did I did also send uh, beers, a housewarming present over to Chris as well. Oh, so. yes. I was wondering what I did because I did not draft a football team for you. You moved. I moved, so. yes. 
Anytime you move, I knew that your beer fridges were probably too empty. Mm -hmm. So I had to help you restock Mm -hmm. them. I mean, I move every day and I don't get beer boxes every day. That's our that's our uh, sound effect for the day. <laughs> this is the, uh, the homemade soundboard that consists of a soon-to-be-empty box that Ted will use to make musical sound effects. It's uh, our first drop of the evening. So, I have a knife. I'm opening the box. You know, there's a... A section on YouTube where people like unbox things, like people film themselves opening boxes. Yeah, um, and I like unboxing videos. Yeah, I don't. I have no understanding of the appeal, but I know what would be even less appealing would be just doing that without being able to see any of the opening. Well, that's why I was, <laughs> that's why I was trying to give a, a visual description of what I was doing. So the box is open. Um, there's some packing paper and. Once you remove some of the paper, it's, it goes around the entire box, so it's kind of hard to get everything out. But I do notice a beer as soon as I open it. It is sh- by Shades Brewing. Obert did a really good job of uh, mm-hmm. of protecting the beers from themselves. So this beer is very insulated. I tried to, yeah. I made sure, especially on that, that can that was near the top. I'm like, okay. Mm. So this is a with the with the the point of failure in this box. Got to reinforce that the most. So this is a peach cobbler American style sour ale um, from Shades Brewing out of Salt Lake City. I have the 2022 version of the Rusty Nail, uh, complete with its very 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 long wax beef. Because obviously we all know the longer mm-hmm. the wax, the better the beer. Yep, it is scientifically proven. And that's from Fremont that's out from of uh, Seattle. Yeah. All right. There are three other beers within this box. And now the yeah, box- I don't know if you'll be able to put together the theme between all these beers. But we'll, we'll discuss it once you, once you reveal them all. The listeners can play along with you. Yes. <laughs> so the, the next beer is the Black Butt 24. 34. 34. Yeah, it was founded in 1988, so it's always our age is the the Black Butte for the year. It's kind of fun. (laughs) I love love those beers. I was excited to get that one. So it's a a birthday beer. Mm -hmm. The other 12-ounce bottle is really, really, really stuck into its thing. It is the Schutz, the Abyss, a barrel-aged Imperial Stout. Yeah, definitely a lot of dark beers. I figured they would transport and store better. And there's no IPAs that were worth sending to you guys. So, And then, the final beer. It's another bomber. It appears it is also from Fremont. But what it is, I do not know. It is a B-bomb. Limited 2021 release from Fremont Brewing. Um, it's got a picture of a Yeti on it. Huh. I don't remember now this I, one. I sent all these beers to Chris, too, and I forgot until, like, today. I was thinking about it. That doesn't have any coconut in it, does it? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm a... Because I'm a... I think there is... There's a coconut bee bomb, but I I think it's like a variant of it. This year's 
release of B-Bomb is aged in 8 to 12 year old American Oak Bourbon Barrels. This is blend of 9, or 9, 12, and 24 month old barrel aged winter ale. B-Bomb uh, achieves distinct oak, cacao, leather, toffee, and dark coffee. Nope, no coconut. All right. Yeah, I think the coconut B-Bomb, the Yeti's wearing like a coconut bra. It's a B-Bomb. <laughs> yeah, he is not wearing a coconut bra in this one. Nice. Or she. Or she. Yes, we should not gender the, the Yeti. Again, this uh, bottle is complete with the very, very long wax piece. You know, I, I'm just happy to know that I my, only pick the best. I'm happy to know that my <laughs> wax pieces are longer than Chris's, so my beer will taste better. I don't know. Mine were touching the counter. Mine when, too. Uh, <laughs> when I put them down. I was like, okay, this is legit. <laughs> um, oh, man. It was, a, it was a good mail day. It was a good mail day. It was a very good mail day. So thank you, Obert. Um, I'm very happy to receive mm-hmm. all of these... These delicious beers, especially... I'm more happy with longer wax. <laughs> especially these Fremont beers. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, man. You know, if I, I st- if I lived where you lived, um, with that access of all those Fremont beers that we had when I was there last summer, um, I don't think I'd ever drink another beer. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I think I would be committed. That's what I was drinking at all given times. That The Rusty Nail, the one with the blue on it, too, was delicious. The, the black one, the silver one, they're all freaking delicious. Um, they, so they are pretty tasty. I th- I don't yeah. think I would every week I'd be like, hey, guys, guess what I'm drinking this week? Hey, guys, guess what I'm drinking this week? <laughs> yeah. Podcast canceled. It's now Fremont Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> I, was t- I was talking about it on stream. I was like, yeah, I got some stuff from over, and uh, I, I was saying, like, the Rusty Nail 2020, I think, is the one that I had last. I was like, it's one of the best beers that I've ever had. So I'm like, very excited. <laughs> I mean, easily, it like, it's not even like a competition. Like, it's just so good. I I don't know how you're not drunk all the time from drinking this beer. They are very good. Uh, yeah, I definitely, when they hit the shelves, I make sure I get, get one. But I guess I'm spoiled because it seems like there's always a new one. You know, there's they make so many a year that... Uh, I don't have to rush out and, and stock up. I can just get one whenever I want. Which right. Which is nice. I'm just shocked that they were like so plentiful at that at that grocery store near your house. Oh yeah. Yeah, they got they got the hook up there. And if you couldn't guess what the theme was from the box, listeners slash Tud, it was uh no Montana beers in the box. <laughs> <laughs> that is no home state representation, sadly. That is kind of sad. I had I got a box all the way from Montana with no with no Montana in it. You know, I was going to send you um, some Mountains Walking, but I, I knew that, that you can get that from your other box subscription. So I was like, oh, let me do something a little different. Yeah. I mean, I have I guess I've ordered two of those boxes and I've gotten it in both of them. I've not ordered one of those boxes in a while. Um, I probably should do that. I don't even know if like the, is the home, is the home beer fest still a thing now that COVID is over? I don't know. Like I, like I know that I'm going to, to a beer fest this weekend. Um, I do not expect mountains walking to be there. Right. It would be impressive if they were. It would be. Um, I would I would ask them how they walk there. I do want to know how a mountain walks. Again, dad puns. All, all I got them and Chris doesn't apparently today. I guess. <laughs> what was the first one again? I don't know. Something about earlier when I played the, the jingle on the box. I don't know. Are you supposed to remember dad puns when you say them? I guess, yeah. The goal should be to just forget it as soon as you possibly can. <laughs> Exactly. It's it's like the highlight of your the highlight of your day, you know. Dads need it. It's fuel. That's what keeps them going every day. Mm-hmm. The puns. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's very punny. So we have all we have all these b- big beautiful beers. What are we gonna do with them? Are we gonna drink them? I mean, in my experience, gonna... I usually save them and stare at them forever and never drink them. 
Right. <laughs> That's very fair. I did think about that when I sent you these very sellable beers. I'm like, are we going to wait till episode like 650 before Todd empties out his fridge enough to get to uh, what well, at this, this point far back? At this point, I have a vertical of rusty nails going on in my house. Oh, jeez. I have the, tw- yeah. I, I think I have a 19, a 20, a 21, and now you sent me a 22. So, um, jeez. I, I think I'm doing good here. Pretty soon, I'll just be able to drink them all in one sitting and see what happens. I think you wouldn't wake up after that sitting. It would be a laying down <laughs> after that sitting. <laughs> it would be no standing. Um, that is a lot of rusty nails. And, uh, there is one beer that we all have that should be cold that we could all drink, do a triple review. If you guys are up for that. Is it the Rusty Nail? No, it is that Shades, um, the Shades Brew. Oh, the, the smallest beer of the box. We're going to drink. Yep. You could. Yeah, if you want. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for a triple review. I think that sounds fun. Listeners, can we get a can we get a hell yeah? This is like um, Dora the Explorer. Hell yeah. Or, or uh, Blue's Clues. We got <laughs> we left, left time for the audience to respond. First, you take your beer out of can the fridge. You say, and can you, you say cerveza? <laughs> cerveza! <laughs> Good job. Oh, wait, that was Blue's Clues, right? First, you take the beer out of the fridge, and then you twirl it around, and then you pop the top, and then you pour it in your no, mouth. I don't. And then you I don't get real seen, drunk. Yeah. That's, that's oh, when Steve. That episode of, that's when uh, Steve really had some problems. Yeah. <laughs> that, was the down, that was the beginning of the downfall of Steve. <laughs> Wait, no. was that the was Steve the second one? No, he's the first one. Who's the second one? There was a second one wow. that came in. They're, the Steve's the only one that matters. Who knows? Right. No, remember yeah. like in like real life, like Steve like actually got like arrested. I, I don't think he got arrested. I th- I heard he was going bald, and that was part of the reason, which is why he wears a cap in public now, or when he's no, being Steve. If you if you want to hear the real story, you can find it on online. I believe this is not <laughs> he, the first time we've discussed this he, he, on this true Hollywood story. <laughs> Steve from Blues Clues. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he just wanted to stop doing it. I think that was all there was to it. I think there was a worse story than that, but you know what? Steve Clues from Blues Clues. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Steve. <laughs> you brought him on special to talk about why he left Blues Clues. <laughs> we should reach out to him, see if he's willing to come yeah, on. Yeah, maybe he's a listener. <laughs> he probably is. He probably is. All right, so we said the name of the brewery. Todd, what is the name of the beer that we're drinking tonight? So the name of the beer is called Peach Cobbler American Style Sour Ale. It does not have a fancy name. <laughs> okay. It, it sounds it? delicious, but it, but it has some awards attached to it. So it got the bronze medal at the World Beer Cup, and it got the 2021 gold medal at the International Beer Awards. Um, so it is an American Style Sour Ale uh, brewed with... Peach, cinnamon, vanilla, graham crackers, and lactose. Uh, comes Ooh, in at a baby. comes out at a nice and refreshing six point five percent ABV. It's in a twelve ounce can, and it comes out of a series called the Kavik series, which I find pretty cool because ever since that um that White Labs brewery that we went to in Asheville, I have been extremely curious about the different types of yeast. In fact, I have a packet of Kavik yeast in my fridge that I was gonna put into my you know my silver place. I remember that beer, yeah. but I I didn't, and I still have it. And then I was going to I was going to make some cider, which apparently in Connecticut cider is not available yet. Comes out like next weekend. Um, so I have not done that. But I read that if you use Kavik yeast, it actually gets rid of the apple flavor in the cider. So I actually have to go out and buy a different yeast to make cider, which is unfortunate because I was excited to try Kavik yeast in a cider. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought of you when I saw that on the can. 
I was like, oh, this is a good one to send to these guys. I know how much Tud is into that Kavik yeast. Yeah, I, I am a Kavik fan, I've learned. Um, most Kavik geek? Yes, I'm a Kavik geek. <laughs> but yeah, I am he's impressed by this got can. A, he's got a Kavikness. Sorry, I had to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Listen, you guys laugh at that dad joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, which dad joke did you think was better? <laughs> <laughs> the, the can um, is... Is actually pretty interesting because it is it's one of those plain cans that i probably would pass by in any liquor store because it just st- says shades brewing and it's just kind of a peach colored can hang on hang on weren't you the one who was saying that if you brewed a beer it would just be like a plain label that said I, beer i said it would i yes i would be intrigued by it but i'm also saying it's one that i would easily walk by in a in a package store and not even notice that it was there it is it is very uh camouflage in a way where it's not doesn't stand out very much right but um yeah, I'm excited to drink this with you guys. So do you guys have your All right. your cans ready to go? I'll go grab it. This is the time of the podcast where it's just Tud and the listeners. So listeners, I'll give you a play-by-play. Chris is wearing a blue shirt and red pants with a white stripe down the side. He has gotten up. He did not give us the dad groan. He got the beer out of the fridge. Um, His shirt says, gotta catch them all, and there's some Pokemon on him. He has sat back down. He kind of gave a dad groan when he sat back into the chair. Um, he's now putting his headphones back into his ears, and he's ready to go. And Obert slides in from the, the left side of the screen, sits down, and is ready to go as well. Obert is wearing a white t-shirt. I'm not really sure what color his pants are, but uh, we know that Chris is wearing a blue shirt and, and red pants. Obert is wearing pajama pants with bears on them, it looks like. They're gray with it. white bears. They're forest green, but... Oh, they look yeah. gray. I'm giving, I gave the listeners a play-by-play of, of what was happening while you guys left. Okay. Glad they're, you know, I'm sure that they, they're curious, you know, what, what happens behind the scenes when we go to get our beers. Right. And now, well, they know that it was, they know. we, we kind of said, you know, I was kind of trying to bring like the, the horse racing theme into it of like who would be first. Mm. And Chris did win, but I did. Or well, you slid in right at the last second to, I think to almost win. I just won. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I got mine right here. Now, I guess the first question, Todd, is is it cold? It is cold. Uh, so I got the box around 3 o'clock today. So it's been in the fridge for quite some time. I mean, I actually met the the uh, the mailman in my driveway to, to get the box from him. So Nice. Don't look at it. Um, it's not I am, illegal substances. I am shocked by... I guess I shouldn't be shocked, but I am shocked by the color. I guess I did not expect it to look like a hazy IPA. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like fruited sours are normally this. Uh, well, these. Yeah. These ones. I don't know. I mean, fruited I, sours is such a vague term that can mean so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is a. Pe- I mean, it is peach style sour, so I guess I shouldn't be shocked. But for whatever reason, I expected it to be. I don't. I don't know why I thought like red. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they called it an American style sour ale. Like. I didn't know that that was a thing. I, I just wonder if that means that it's fruited because that seems like that would be the American style versus like, you know, the wild, the, the, the Cantillian style sours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of, good job, America, on inventing this kind of beer. <laughs> Yay, America. <laughs> Yay, America. Um, the head kind of went away on mine. I don't know about your guys. Yeah. Whose guys? Yep. I got a little bit of bubbles hanging out, but nothing too crazy. What do you guys smell? I, pour, I poured it pretty hard, though. I get the vanilla for sure on the nose. I get a lot of yeah. the graham cracker too. Mm, yeah, I don't get peach. I tell you, that's I think not a very strong nose flavor. But I get the graham cracker. I get the cinnamon, maybe the lactose. 
Yeah, I, I definitely get that lactose smell, the vanilla lactose. I, I get some, I get sweetness. That's what I get. A lot of that. A lot of sweetness. I definitely get the vanilla and the graham cracker. I, might, I think mine might be a little bit warmer than your guys's because it was it was out of the fridge for a little bit longer than the two seconds it took you guys to get yours. Yeah, that is that we that is going to be an interesting comparison. How fridge temp versus like a couple degrees warmer will will compare. Mm. My mouth's watering though at this beer. Well, I mean, I think we can drink it. Okay, cheers, guys. Hit that uh, sound box. <laughs> Hang on, I can do better. <laughs> cheers. Ooh, it's good. I like it. It's a lot more sour than I expected it to be. It it does have a, a, a little bit more of a bite. I'm also struggling to get peach. I get all the other flavors. Like, peach is, like, the last one I get. Mm. It's, like, covered by everything else. It, it definitely is a little hard to pick out, but I think if I imagine myself eating a peach cobbler while drinking this beer, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I see where the peach fits in. Like... Versus just like eating all the cobbler stuff without the peach, it wouldn't taste like this. <laughs> true. That's true. You know, That's or true. like a different kind, like an apple cobbler wouldn't taste. Well, I don't know. I, maybe a little apple cobbler with the cinnamon. Yeah, I don't get any know? apple. But, like, I get the peach flavor a little bit. Like, if, you know, it's definitely not a blueberry cobbler. Right. I mean, it's definitely not a strawberry rhubarb cobbler, you know. I get the peach definitely the front, the very front of the taste, the moment it hits my tongue. That's when I get the peach the most, and I think it really finishes strongly with the cinnamon and vanilla. It, it is peach season up here too, so I, I mean, I'm assuming it's peach season across the country. But I've been eating a you know a millions of peaches. I have eaten. I think I've eaten a peach every day for the past three weeks. So damn, that's a lot of peaches. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very in tune with the peach flavor this year. Okay. I don't know when the last you time you pe- guys actually had a peach was. Oh, it was peach season here too. So I had a peach about it. Two weeks ago, a week ago. Not today, It's been, been a while since I've had a peach. It's Not still, today. It's still no. watermelon season down here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, it's it's good. Um, I do wish, I, I wish I got more peach out of it, but it's good. I think good. you might get more as it warms up, too, because I'm getting a little Maybe. bit more peach than the rest, than, than either of you guys seem to be having. Mm. I mean, I, I'm, 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 it came out of the fridge, but I'm not going to say it's like ice cold. It's not ice cold. It was on the door, you know. Mm. It was like. Right. It was outside temperature this morning when I when I put it in there. So true. Um, but it is good. I mean, a lot of the things work very well. Obviously, it's a, supposed to be a cobbler. Um, I foresee like cobblers being a little bit a little bit sweeter than than this is. Obviously, versus the sour. Right. 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 Um, but the flavors work really nice together. I'm trying to pinpoint when I get the the peach the most. The more I drink it, the more in tune my mouth come is with picking up peaches and peaches for free etc so mm-hmm. um i really like this beer yeah it's really good yeah i'm glad that this one was a a success this is shades brewing is new to me they just started distributing in my Same. area so i don't Same. know i mean they have they have won awards last year so i don't think they're like a brand new brewery or anything but when i saw this and being a new newly available brewery i was like oh gotta try this one out sent some to the guys Right. And uh, they had three. They had the peach cobbler. They had a pina colada one. And one was some like other like south of the United States cultural dessert that I had never heard of before. Or no, no, it was uh, it was it was definitely international. It was like um, Southeast Asian. Like it was like I felt like it was like a almost like a coconut curry like type of 
different. I got to look it up now because it was. So they don't do actually, any. You know what? I'll wait till we do our review thing. But um, it was a very different kind of a interesting flavor mix. So they um they don't you, they don't do IPAs or at least not well that, that was that was all part of this Kvik series. So they all looked like this can. Okay. Ours has that peach back peach shade background. The other one, the pina colada one, was like a kind of a lime green mm. um, can. And I have one of those in the fridge actually. I got it as a single. Um, but and after trying this, I'm definitely excited to try that one out. I I mean, I, if I were you, I'd be yeah, I'd be going out and getting all these things because they're oh, yeah. delicious. I mean, the Kavik the Kavik yeast I think gives it a nice little interesting flavor profile, a little bit more tropical. I, that's at least what I know Kavik's yeast are supposed to do, which is hmm. why it would have ruined my cider. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, because so apparently it the Kavik yeast turns anything tropical. Um, so it would have gotten rid of all the apple flavor. And it would have made it more tropically flavored. So I would have had a tropical cider. Huh. That's weird. And it can uh, ferment anything. Kavit can ferment literally anything. <laughs> with sugars. Right. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know that much about Kavit yeast, but you got to do something with that with that yeast you got there, Todd, and figure out a good use for it. Make a tropical yeah, beer. Yeah, I think I'm going to make... I, I do need to... I do need to um, Fully try out the grandfather uh, from a an all grain perspective. So I think I'm going to do something super simple and grab you know some oats, some barley, um, and maybe some like two row pills and malt, and just kind of just try something simple and see see how it comes out. I mean, worst comes to worst, I have a halfway decent beer that people can drink when they come over, and I don't have to share my really good beer with them. <laughs> some house beer. Yes, house beer. A standard house beer. Nice. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of more to say about this beer because it is, I think it has, I know that what kind of to follow up with what you were saying, Chris, I think it has a very nice blend of sour and sweet. It is not overly sweet. Like some of these other lactose sours I've had. Mm. Um, I think kind of the, the graham cracker does a good job of balancing. It's like, it's almost like as sweet as eating a graham cracker where it's like still has that kind of like more earthier, breadier flavor, but it does have, kind of that sweet sugar too mm. um yeah a, I, I tend to yeah. agree with that yeah and and like, like i was saying the more i drink it the more it all comes together i'm picking up more more and more peach so it, it's also getting warmer like ted said so i think it may be just like a, a straight out the fridge thing um but it is it is a very good beer um yeah i i like it i like it i i would try the rest of the series or the rest of the brewery yeah i i'm looking forward to trying the other ones out how maybe i'll have to go back for that weird one too how far is Salt Lake City from? Uh, I just was in Salt Lake City Airport. It's actually the closest major city to me. Really? So, well, it's about the same distance as Seattle, uh, just south instead of west. Okay. So I think it's like seven hours, seven hour drive. Well, here, I mean, I'm surprised. So this is the first, I think this is my first Salt Lake City brewery that I've had. I honestly thought that Salt Lake City and Utah were still underneath the uh, the the Mormon law of like the three, five beers. So for them to have a 6.5% ABV beer, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So I think how it works is if you want to sell beer in the grocery store or the gas station, it's got to be the near beer stuff, the three, two, mm. but higher than that has to be sold in a liquor store or something like along those lines. That's my understanding is that they have to separate them out like that. So there is still a distinction, but um, you're still allowed to buy like, you know, more alcoholic beer. Gotcha. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. There's a, uh, I think I forget how it's pronounced. Uh, Wasatch, Wasatch uh, Brewing. 
that I've had their pumpkin on before. That was no good, but um, <laughs> their their polygamy porter is pretty tasty. That's just a funny um, name for for Utah for a Utah brewery to have. You know yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's not a, not a coincidence. Yeah, actually, it's funny because I was when I was had a layover in the airport last weekend. Um, I ate at like their polygamy their their Wayshatch brew pub, and all their the waiters had shirts so, something like try polygamy or something like that. <laughs> That's very really good. I'd, I'd yeah. buy that T-shirt. That's funny. That's yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, they they're I think the first craft brewery in uh, Salt Lake City, and um, definitely looking to hopefully find more from these guys in the future. But now I got to com- do the hard part. Got to come up with my rating. Right. I don't want to sway you guys too much, but I do enjoy this beer quite a bit. I, I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. Yeah. Do we want to uh, confirm our, our average guesses too? We're not going to have a count this week. Why can't we have a count? Because how would we? We can't check. To, we can't see how many check-ins there are. That's okay. Oh, this is, right. This is this is difficult level max. That's not, that's not <laughs> by a count. Sorry. It was like we're not going to have the count of the check-ins. That's true. Right. Big but, time. I mean, we um, can we can I, all just say our normal rating then. If you well, already... I think I think you know wisdom of the crowd here. We wouldn't let it tell what people checked in the beer before if i was like oh time to check this in i'm not gonna tell you when he checked it in so you give me your guess right <laughs> so i think uh before we reveal our guesses we should lock in our our, our untapped our, this is our untapped unprecedented average. unprecedented yeah i'm gonna I, don't don't touch oh, anything tough one i'm no i'm writing down i'm just typing da- down my guess here right, so i guess i have to type in my guess into the chat it's hard. It's harder without knowing what you guys guess. What you guys are rating this? All right, I got mine in. Me too. Oh, I came across as a picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have um, I have my guess. Um, let's let's just let's hit enter. Not acknowledge the the average guesses. It just and we'll say our. Well, no, we should give our averages before we hit enter. Give what we're rating it. Correct. But then yeah. we can change it. Put I your, think we all we're we're all, we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Nah, I refuse. <laughs> Count of three. What do we rate the beer? One, two, one. Talk to beer. <laughs> if you would put your hands up, you wouldn't have any issue. <laughs> one, two, three. Four point two five. Four. Okay. You guys both want four. I want four and a quarter. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So now let's, now, let's now, all now hit we, enter. On the count now of three, we hit enter. We hit enter. One, two. One, two. Three. Oh, we're all so oh, close. Oh, yeah. God. I came in lowest, which is interesting because I had the highest review. But I came in at a 4.06, Chris 4.08, and Ted at the high end of the 4.12. I, I was thinking 4.12. And I, have, I, I had 4.09 written down. So I did this. Oh, my God. We were, we're right I, here. I, I, have have no ch- I have no and chance. I, it. I have no chance. <laughs> a very narrow window. I don't know. I think, we're, I think one of us is going to be very close. So I don't think. You're not oh, that. Man. You're not that box, then, Chris. Golly! All right, who wants yeah. to do the honors? I will. I'll look it up. I'm gonna look it up too. I don't trust Ted. <laughs> okay. So there are 1,063 check-ins on Untapped for Shades Peach Cobbler American Style Sour Ale Kavik Series, and the rating is a 4.14. Oh, damn! Wow. Damn. Keeping us in suspense, Todd. Nicely done. <sighs> Which means that I win. 
man of the people this week. Yeah, I demand a recount. <laughs> All right, hang on, I'll recount it. 4.14. I'm seeing a 4.0. Oh, no, that's a 6. Never mind. A 4.08. <laughs> um, damn. I. That's <sighs> interesting. So you guys both gave it fours. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that you've had better sour American style sour beers? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. this is really good, but I think there, yeah, there are betters out there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I mean, you only I gave think, it a four two five, so you must think they're better too. Oh yeah, true. no, I Very guess true. like, like, what are uh, some of the breweries that do some of your favorites? I mean, I always have an affinity for and always will Southern Grist, of course. Right. Um. Who do some cobbler style beers and things like upside down cake beers and things like that. So, um, they're, they're, I will say. Are those the ones that you sent to us or no? The ones with the all white labels and then like a picture. There was oh, a, those, those were Divine Barrel probably. Divine Barrel. That's yeah. who I was yeah. I was going to say, yeah, the Magic Pancake Brewery is, yeah. does these too. That, they yeah. do, they do good stuff too. Um, I, I mean, I think, and I know, I know it's like an American style sour ale, obviously. Like I feel like if you're going after dessert, I need like I need to be like a little bit a little less on the harsh side and a little bit more on the sweet side. So right, um, uh, and that's I, th- I think where some of those other ones come in. Plus, and peach must be peach might be like just a tough a tough one to pick up. And I get I get some peach, but I don't get an overwhelming amount of peach. So, but it's still still a good beer. Can't take anything away from it. So I think it, I think I think Untapped is probably about it's about a four oh eight. I think I remember. Um, <laughs> Oh, no, no. That's one thing I like about us all reviewing the same beers. We can kind of say, because I think I agree with what you said, but those are the things I like about it. I like the fact that it's less sweet and I like the fact that it's subtle peach. Whereas I think you want a little bit more of that, those flavors. I'm happy with it being more subdued, which is interesting. You know, I think. Yeah, no. I think around here, a lot of the breweries that do this are like the the Skygazers, the the Transcends. Um, you know, seems like everybody and their mom makes a pastry style sour now. Um, you know, this one I do like because it does have kind of that bite. Um, I think that I think Obert, I'm more kind of in your camp where I kind of prefer the sourness. Because um, if I'm drinking a sour, I want it to I want it to be sour. You know, I, if I want it to be fruity, then I want it to be called like an American style, like fruit smoothie style beer right i was gonna say the ones you're talking about i think are more that smoothie style right right? but that's what they i mean they still advertise them as sours sours, um just because i i guess they don't have another i don't know why they wouldn't just call it a smoothie or just a you know yeah it's a very very big term like there's a lot that falls seems to all fall into there like ipa like right there's a lot of things that somehow are also called ipas right we need to subdivide these these sours and these IPAs even further. Right. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't call, I would call this a sour, but like there are some, like there are some Skygazer beers that I would not call sours. I would just be like, no, there's something else, you know? Yeah. This is, yeah, this is for sure more sour than the like Skygazer or whatever you want to call it. Like there are some, like, I think like the, um, what are the, the Drecker beers and those kind of things. Like those are just like, I know they're advertised as sours, but they are not sours. Like, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I mean, they're delicious, but in they're their own right. So fruit puree in a beer in a, you know, in a glass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, those 450 Norths that, uh, that Jenna brought yeah. on, those are mm-hmm. all classified as sours. They're not, um, right. cause that's exactly what Skygazer does. They're not, but that's kind of, they, they just kind of fall in that bucket. I don't know why. Yeah. You need a we'll beer, never know. a beer person to come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, well, 
I'm glad that we all decided beforehand there was no tally mark tonight. That's like mm-hmm. the most important thing. I don't remember that being being a thing. No, uh, you t- were away. T- you t- were messing t- with your t- stuff. T- get the sound tally board. for being closest. I get a tally for sending you guys a beer box each. And I so get it's... one for being in the middle. <laughs> I, I do think that would be a good uh, change to the rules. You get a tally for sending a beer box. <laughs> or our listeners could be on the board. Just send us beer. That's that's true. That's not a bad idea, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Which listener will buy their little, way to the, the top of the leaderboard? A Hall of Fame box over here, I think. For, there, uh, oh, there you go. All the, yeah, we have the, all that unused, unused whiteboard space over there for a Hall of uh-huh. Fame box. Oh, I don't know if you noticed, by the way. But uh, <laughs> we do have, we did award the, the 200 three handled trophy. <laughs> The three-handle cup. I still don't see all the perfect scores up there. Yeah, I know. I guess we're just not doing there? that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Next time we have one, maybe I'll maybe I'll use this side of the board. We've, we'll see. It's, we've a, had, it's a whole new canvas. It's a we've very had fun one during the existence time of the this here high score board. You got one. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. So did I. <laughs> Uh, there's a few things I like less than drawing. What are those things? That's all I'll say. I don't. I don't know. Not a lot of them. Watching paint dry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at it. But uh, you know, this whiteboard is probably better than the last one. Definitely more effort. I don't know. I for sure. I'm still partial to the old one. Ted, you are a curmudgeon. <laughs> That's fine. Everything be, old be. is bad. Good. Everything new is bad. Being a curmudgeon minus minus ten points. The world was just better then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like three Not weeks back ago. In my, back in my day. Uh, All right. Um, before we go over to the handle, though, I have a little article that I thought I would share about, um, you know, one of those articles we like to do, talking about where in America has the best beers. And I dare say a list. I dare say a list. You got it. <laughs> this is an article from thehill.com. The headline is the best beer towns to visit across America, according to New Index. Um, Who is New Index? Uh, we'll find out. So you get to the article here. It says that um, Travelocity debuted a tour- beer tourism index in 2019. And then another, uh, another platform, home to go they had their analysts come up with the America's best beer towns using a beer lovers index. Based on the number of brew pubs, breweries, and top-rated bars, as well as the average prices of beer and the median cost of nightly accommodations for travelers hoping to spend a few nights in the city. This sounds like one hell of an algebra equation. <laughs> I know, it does. A lot of, a lot of variables in here. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there might be something to look at if you're got to factor all this stuff in when you're going to decide where to go to get drinks and beer, right? So after researching hundreds of cities, home to go settled on a ranking of the top 17 destinations for beer buffs. Looking for a quick, boozy getaway. Um, you guys want to start at 17 and work our way up? Why not? That sounds fun. There's uh, no, you know, a lot of times these articles have little snippets or blurbs to go with it. This is just straight up. So we have to provide the blurbs. We got to provide the blurbs where uh, where we can. Um, first one, Key West, Florida. I've Interesting. never been to Key West, so. I mean, me neither, but. I, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of beer there, but apparently... I mean, they must uh, have a lot is. of high-rated bars and a lot of nice places to stay for hotels. So right. in that algebra equation, I could see how that would go up there. Yeah. Uh, 16 is a city that I think we've all been to. Boston makes the list. Number 16. Where's that? Uh, you know, it's... um Where the bosses go. Yeah. You know, somewhere on the East Coast. I always confuse all the cities out there. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. I mean, it's... 
you know, outside of just having Sam, or like outside of being the place that Sam Adams was founded, you know, Trillium's from there. I mean, they have a shit ton of breweries within the city, all pretty decent. Um, a lot of bars, a lot of bars, a lot, a lot of bars, a lot of good places to go to grab a pint for sure. Mm-hmm. 15. This one's for you, Ted Portland, Maine. Agreed. Um, anybody who's listening to this podcast knows that I have, you know, a love for Portland, Maine that, you know, is awesome. Um, I think that city is great. It's a great city to go, Grab some beers and walk around, and they have incredible breweries. Uh, whether it's in the city or right outside of the city, go to Portland, Maine. Okay, I think as we get further up this list, you're going to be saying that those should be a little higher up. But uh, oh, I, I'm already kind of upset that it's this low because it is one of the top. <laughs> it is one of the top like like beer destinations in the country, and it's just kind of there. top fifteen apparently. Fourteen better than Portland, Maine. Anyone would tell you this. Birmingham, Alabama, definitely, <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> Famous beer city of Birmingham. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> followed up by 13, Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. That's a little bit more believable. Have you Some had good... um, any Charleston beer by you? I believe that's where Westbrook uh, Brewing Company is out of. Is that the Mexican beer? Or is Mexican that the... cake stout. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's there's some breweries down there. Again, is it better than Portland, Maine? Not in my opinion, but listen. We, we, we know. Listen. We know we are correct in our New England bias, okay? Right. Um, I mean, I guess we're biased. Yeah, we're biased towards the Northeast, but in a correct and right <laughs> right. way. Right. Does Por- exactly. Does Portland get whacked for not having, you know, Maine Beer Company in it and, and Barreled Souls, according to this list? We don't know because it wasn't, they didn't tell us the radius of they what they were They didn't publish the algebra equation. Exactly. <laughs> we don't know how many points Barreled Souls is on that, that equation. All right. 12, Daytona Beach, Florida. Never been. Highway, maybe? I don't know. I mean, I've been to Cigar Daytona City? Beach, but I don't remember. I mean, there's there's some cool bars and stuff, but like I don't remember any breweries. Of course, it was a long. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, back yeah. in my early twenties. <laughs> Eleven, San Diego, California. Um, which this is where we need Jordan on because because he's got the the closest to yeah Southern California of anyone uh, who's been on our podcast. I think it's San Diego. I think it's San Diego. San Diego. Um, they have some great breweries out there. I know. I have not had a chance to experience enough of them, but it's actually one of the places on my list to go try all their beers. It's just like you know, it's hard to get to. I mean, I would. I, I thought for sure with you going out to California a couple weeks ago that you were going to send me a uh, Planet of the Elder, and yeah, I, I I will not lie. I was kind of upset to not see that in the beer box. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint, Todd, but even if I had found one, there's no way I was bringing it, shit, bringing it back home, unfortunately. Um, coming up, number 10, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Interesting. Yeah. It must be a nightlife thing. Yeah, must, I, I know, know there's a lot of breweries I think so. there. Boardwalk and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of these are kind of falling in on the list. They're just like good cities to go visit to that also have some beer, apparently. Moving right. on, number nine is uh, Tampa, Florida. It's a lot of Floridas on this list. I don't like. Yeah, like, a lot of Floridas. We all know that um, Florida Florida's. is not a brewery mecca in general. Yeah, the lower the latitude, the the lower the untapped rating is my experience with beers. Yes, that's a, <laughs> I don't think that's just your experience. I think that's a scientifically proven fact. Mm. There, there are some like I haven't been to Tampa per se, but there I've been to the Tampa area, and there's some good beer. There's some good breweries down there. I've been to Tampa per se. I've been to Florida, which is kind of in the Tampa area, but I mean, but I, I mean, I was outside Tampa, so 
Um, but just there are some good breweries. Um, but I don't know. Again, Portland, Maine. What are you doing? What, what's what's happening there? Yeah. What happened? It's yeah. It's so low. Like like. Huh. All right. Moving on. We have a uh, number eight, Austin, Texas. Todd, what do you think? No, just a simple no. Um, I don't like. I don't, like. I know Austin has some good breweries. I think there's like like Pizza House. There's something called Pizza House down there that's a brewery. Um, mm. You know, Jester King, I think, is on the outskirts of Austin. So there are some, but uh, no. In my in my experience, Texas beer in general is not better than anything coming out of Portland, Maine. So Right. Yeah, again, I think, you know, they, they waited towards the other reasons. You yeah, I mean, Austin. there's tons of bars, right. uh, tons of places to stay. So those are really weighing heavy in this algebraic equation, I see. I see that they're not actually really weighing the, the breweries. The quality of the beer. Correct. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Asheville, North Carolina. Seems kind of low. I've been there. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can vouch for I can vouch for its place in this list. Having traveled to this city specifically for the reasons stated on this list, going just for the beer. I agree. I think they would. <laughs> I think they would be knocked here though, because not a, not the easiest of cities to find a place to stay. Nor right is it flat. <laughs> No, <laughs> hashtag flat Asheville. I don't think. I don't think the. <laughs> still working on that. I don't think the flatness of the city was in the equation. It's probably. Yeah, the, the it's probably heavy. Did not get weighted in. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know what's the rest of the list is. Ober obviously does. Seven seems low, for, but you never know. They I'm, could come back with some bangers right after. I mean, seven for them. You know, fourteen for Portland or thirteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Well, okay, let me ask. What do you think is still missing from this list? Grand Rapids, Michigan. The other Portland. Denver, Colorado. Portland, Oregon. Um, New York, maybe. Like New York, New York? Well, I'm thinking about like the whole like equation that oh, they have. Uh, Philly, maybe Philly. Philly. Uh, you guys got some good guesses. And uh, Tut, Tut, figure out the next one. New York City, number six. Okay, all right. Coming in here. Tons of bars. Other half. Yeah. Tons of restaurants, or tons of hotels. Other great, half. Great breweries. Yeah, I think they've really picked up their game since I left New York City, mm. which is sad. I don't know if I've ever had like single cut from New York City. Right. Single cut, yep. Um, number five is one that we didn't mention. Seattle. Um, surprise, um, Seattle, Washington. Okay. Got that Got that high up there. Um, you know, it talks about, this article says a little bit about what, what got the top five into the list. And all it says about Seattle is that it has, its oldest brewery dates back to 1854. So thanks, yeah. Apparently that gets you, that gets you in there. So you, so Philly, <laughs> so Philly is going to be like number one, right? Because England know, goes we'll back out. way back, like for, way further. Number four says this city hosts the annual Great American Beer Festival. That's Colorado, Denver, no, Colorado. Colorado. Yep. I think I Colorado's think we can agree that that, that, uh, <laughs> that this belongs in the top five. Yes. Yeah, I've never been. That's DOFCON 2023, but um, yeah, it's coming. But uh, yeah, I it's one it's one of the beer cities that I really want to go to. I've never been. Really want to go to. Get get ready. It's not as walkable as Asheville. It's flatter, oh. but it's not as walkable. Oh, listen, flatter, flatter, flatter That's is all a big, I need. Yeah, <laughs> just less Mile air, high, just bad air, flat city. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to breathe walking your flat city, but you'll be good. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll make it work. Who needs who needs air anyway? All right, number three earned a perfect score for affordable accommodations. All right, <laughs> Detroit, Michigan. Uh, no, but same general part of the country, Milwaukee. Uh, oh, okay, that's where my sister lives. 
Yeah. They got a, they're got they famously drunk all the time up in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, they do have Milwaukee's best. Mm-hmm. And it is, according to that, the and best. And the Brewers, right? Milwaukee Brewers? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're famous yeah. for their beer for some reason because they, they do, yeah, all their stuff is beer themed. Yeah. They, I think, you know, were an important part of America's beer in like mid 20th century. Um, I think there's still, there's a lot of good beer history there, I'm sure. Um, okay. Number two, somebody said it the other Portland. You both kind of were talking about it Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Been there, drank there. Um, that's a lot of fun. Never been, but it's a great city. I'm assuming with a name like Portland, it has to be a good beer. You can get around. <laughs> you can get around really easily on. Um, you know, they have those bikes that you can rent. Like you know, yeah. like in New York City, they're called city bikes, but uh, Portland, they're all sponsored by Nike, so they're like Nike bikes all over that you just can hop on and ride to the next brewery and mm-hmm. keep drinking. Um, I had a lot of fun there drinking around Portland. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Um, yeah. And that one boasts 52 breweries. That's why it got to be number two on the wow. list. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. This last one, a city which scored high for its abundance of breweries and well-reviewed bars, um, as well as the affordability of the pints and overnight stays. That is home to Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago, uh, Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It says... Uh, all the way Chicago's on the West Coast. 50 breweries. <laughs> Local breweries like Two Brothers, Half Acre Beer Company, and Metropolitan Brewing have become tremendously popular over the years. So mm. they have a draw as well. Um, you know, I think we weight our algebra equation weighs the quality of the beer and the breweries well, like, a little higher than this yeah. one. What did but, Tampa score so high on? Right. I don't know. Um, it's It doesn't even you tell you the equation. The beach. No. You can go to the beach. That's I think. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Chicago, I don't know. It's one I don't ever think of. I don't know why. Like, I want to go there, but only for the pizza. That's it. Oh, you don't want to go there for the pizza. I would eat a Chicago deep dish pizza. I mean, you would like it, but it's I, calling yeah. it pizza is a stretch. Listen, I have never had one. It's kind of I like a It's kind of like a like a uh, casserole. I, I will eat a pizza casserole. You have to eat it with a fork and a knife. I'll eat it. I don't care. You think I care? No, I'm just saying that it's not. It's like I would eat it on a train in the rain. I'll do whatever. No, I'm just saying that I think you're 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 walking. You're. It's not going to be. It's not pizza. Hey, don't yuck his yum. You know, yeah. you might. No, uh, I don't care. Might be all about it. I'll, I'll eat it. No, I'm. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that to call it pizza is not accurate. Well, there uh, we go. The definitive list of the top 17 beer towns um, that undisputable list no problems with it whatsoever I'd like to, uh, I'd like to completely dispute, completely best ratings you can imagine for um i personally guarantee that if you go to the number six city on this list you will say man this is the sixth best beer vacation i could have possibly had <laughs> uh, no but I, I guess it's worth uh, important caveat important asterisk you go to any of these cities and have a terrible time or a great right. time Right. And it all depends on where you go and the experiences you have and, you know, the planning you put into it. Yeah. I think it's basically, you can get good beer mostly anywhere, including Tampa and Key West. Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I think there is a brewery that I've had in Birmingham, Alabama. Trim Tab Brewing, I think, is in Birmingham. I've had a, a beer or two from them. They're pretty good. Well, they linked in that article to the Travelocity one that they did, which was published in 2016, 
think we'll save it for another week because they have um, top six for large metro areas and top six for small metro areas. Oh. Both of which look at this pretty interesting. Um, worth, I think, worth worth a discussion for sure. So that'll be a little teaser for another week. Nice. Hint, Hartford, Connecticut is on it. Maybe. We'll find out. So- but before we get to do that, we um, we get to close, close out this episode by going over to the freezer, pulling out our, our frosty mug of wisdom, and uh, filling it with moving tips, perhaps. Uh, I don't know. Pool-related stuff. You, you know, California things. Who knows what we got? We got stuff in this frosty mug. We'll uh, we'll reveal it to you as soon as we get introed by uh, our wonderful friend Jordan. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Mug of wisdom. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Wreck My Podcast is where he can be found having fun, talking about nostalgia and other things like that. Um, wrecking, Tud? wrecking your nostalgia. Wrecking your nostalgia. Tud, I think it's time <laughs> to uh, put the tally on the board here. You've earned it this week, my friend, and this is undisputed proof that you know this beer better than the other two because you were you were closer. It is true. It's a scientifically proven fact now, Chris. I don't remember. That's so long ago. <laughs> I mean, they do say as you get older, time does age faster. Yep, time is so fast. That was that was back. That was back. Oh, that was this week. Ago. I thought that was last week's episode. <laughs> I I forgot we still do the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so Tud, um, the frosty mug is yours to do what you please with. Um, I'll let Chris go first. Okay, I have a new toy uh, that I got literally today. Um, oh but boy, it is, this is proof yeah, that very... no matter how old you get, you can still play with toys. I still play with toys. That's right. Um, so I don't know if you guys know this Twitch streamer. Uh, and uh, there was one thing that I had seen, I think, on TikTok originally, but the more I talked about it with like some of the people in the pokemon community and things like that they're like oh no it's really cool you should get one so um i finally got it today it's called it's from epilogue and it's called their gb operator and gb um i think they have to say gb and it might be like a like a trademark thing or something grandma's um, boys kind of like grandma's fingers <laughs> a couple episodes ago uh no grandma's boys operator no we don't want that um uh, but Game Boy Operator, and what it is, it's a little attachment that you can plug into your computer, and it will actually play all of your old school uh, Nintendo game, uh, Nintendo Game Bo- uh, the Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games, and um, the uh, Game Boy Advance games. Oh, like plug- the like the cartridges, like the cartridges. Yeah. So if you have old old school games um, kicking around or whatever, and you have maybe maybe you lost your Game Boy or whatever it's broken doesn't work uh it's a good it's a good thing uh to pick up the cool thing about it is you can stream them if you if you care to or if you want to um so i was able to uh you know put away some of my my twitch my twitch monies uh thanks to my awesome community and we were able to purchase one so 
Um, I'll be doing some old school Pokemon on stream, which I'm very excited about. And the cool thing is it, it'll save directly to the cartridge. It's just like playing it on a Game Boy. So um, if you do a bunch of stuff in a game, you save, you can bring, you can then take it and put it in a Game Boy Advance or a, a DS or whatever and play it um, just as just as you normally would. So uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a relatively affordable thing. It was like 50 bucks plus shipping and handling, etc. Um, relatively affordable thing to be able to play some of these n- games and the whole company it, they they want to preserve like the nostalgia of video games so um these older games that'll get lost to time and sit on the shelves and things like that they want to give you another reason to uh pull them out and play them again and be able to enjoy them so pretty cool i mean if you're into uh old school games uh check it out um gb operator by epilogue it's uh, you got a lot of uh, old game boy cartridges lying around exactly if you just find out what's on that save file you don't know yeah trudging through your house kicking around all these old game boy games all over the floor how good at pokemon were you really when you were 10 um (laughs) i mean i can say judging by the moves some of my pokemon have questionable (laughs) (laughs) i was questionable at best so (laughs) but uh but you know it's pretty cool um and are there uh, any um non-pokemon games that you're interested in trying out um i have to look to see what i what i have i have a few other ones i think i have like uh maybe mario kart and like super mario world um when they released them for the d uh the game boy advance um now since i just moved i have to find them all they're somewhere they're in a tote somewhere i just saw them less than a month ago so that is true you had to pack them i know that i know they're around i just have to find where they're around so um but but there's some fun, fun, fun things. So can I ask you a question? As somebody sure. who doesn't have Game Boy games any longer, or okay. or SP games, or advanced games, or any of those games, mm-hmm. am I better off buying one of these and getting the games, or am I better off trying to find like an emulator that'll do it? Well, if you want to play legally, you need to get the cartridges. Right. Yeah, I don't care about legals. If you want to do it illegally, then uh, emulation's probably, you know... I mean, emulation's going to be... Emulation is going to be cheaper, um, aka free. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's no doubt about that. If you don't have any of the games and you don't want to purchase them, the reason I wanted to get this is because um, with emulation, I can't, I can't like, especially with Pokemon, you can't do anything with it. Like they're just stuck there forever, so you can't trade them, you can't migrate them or whatever. Um, but some of the games, most of the games that I have, um, you can do that. So like, if I catch it on my Emerald cartridge. I could put that in a DS and take it all the way up to Pokemon Home and play with it today in Sword and Shield. So oh, it's like okay. So that's that's part of the reason why I wanted to get it. It, it so I if I do shiny hunts, at least I have like this is my shiny. With, Even if it's on a little cartridge, right. this is my shiny. With that thi- <laughs> with that thing, can you like I know with like the the old school Game Boys, like you could like connect them with another old school Game Boy and kind of trade Pokemon back and forth with your friends. Can you do that with that thing and connect with people on the computer? I don't know. I don't believe so. I don't think the technology is still there. It's still limited by the you know technology of the time which didn't have online and all that stuff so gotcha um but it's pretty cool check it out gb operator um uh by epilogue it's it listen i think it's neat it is pretty neat this is why the the whole thing of being able to upload your (laughs) your stuff to the the cloud and then be able to play it on like other games i you know that's pretty cool that's a unique feature that you know obviously you wouldn't get from another alternative method right yeah no and that's that's that that was a big that was a big thing for me so um but yeah um, check it out. It's 
pretty neat. There's a lot of neat stuff out there, guys, that I'm just now learning of. That's you, my handle this week. Neat stuff. Neat stuff. <laughs> get some neat things. Well, that's, that sucks, though, because I get to choose who goes next, and that's my thing. Neat stuff. Okay. Damn it. Neat stuff. That was my next Maybe week's we handle. Should make a spinoff podcast, which is called Neat Stuff. <laughs> we just talk about neat things, and we end every segment by going, huh, that's neat. Okay, well, you do have the frosty mug, so what's going on? Who's so going next? I guess I'll go next. Oh, I'll give. Okay. Ah, give me the. Okay. You have it to. Don't, don't, don't hit me. You're done. You're done. I, I know. I don't know. <laughs> so my uh, handle this week is a is a game that you can get on Steam or your phone. Um, I kind of recommend getting it more on Steam, just because your phone has ads, and if you want to if you want to get rid of the ads, you have to uh, pay a subscription per year to get rid of the ads. Um, but Steam, you can buy it for like 12 bucks, And it's called Wrestling Empire. So what this is, is it's probably the best uh, wrestling game I've played since the SmackDown 2 or the original SmackDown on PlayStation. Where you basically have complete freedom to do whatever you want um, at all times. Uh, whether that means you want to show up for your matches or not. Uh, whether that means you want to wander around town. You want to get into fights with people on the street. You want to pick fights with them, you know, with anybody at any given time. You can do that. Uh, it's a little bit janky. Uh, so it's a, you know... The graphics are not the greatest, but it is a lot of fun. Basically, you get to start off as you know some no-name wrestler. Uh, none, none of the wrestlers in the games are, are licensed, uh, but you can tell that they're kind of all themed after certain wrestlers in real life. And basically, it's just a wrestling game that you play. It's got pretty sophisticated controls for being a you know, a $14 game or a $13 game on Steam or whatever it costs, or you know, free on the iPhone or free on an Android. Um, but... You basically have endless opportunities. You can get into dialogues. You can choose the how you want the dialogues to go. Whether you want help, whether you want to make everybody your your enemy, um, you have to earn money based on how good your matches are. And through those the the quality of your matches, you get to buy you know different moves um, or different music. Okay. Or- or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, whatever you want to do, basically to become the best wrestler possible, you have to earn money to be able to become the best wrestler. Um, and like I said, it's it's a really fun game for being something that you can get for free on your phone or for dirt cheap on Steam. I recommend it if anybody's ever been a fan of wrestling games in the past um, and have felt like you know since you were a kid, no wrestling game has ever been as good as you remember them being. That's because they are. To be perfectly blunt, as somebody who's played the old wrestling games. Yeah, within the past five years, those games are still really good. Today's games kind of suck. So go buy Wrestling Empire because this one doesn't suck. This one holds up. <laughs> All right, that's a good recommendation. And like, if I was going to pay for it either way, um, you still recommend it on Steam over the phone? Yeah, I mean, if you want it portable, uh, phone, if, you're, if, it's, if you want to know, like, is the game for me or not, I would try it on your phone. With the ads. Yeah, and yeah if why you, not? And if, it, basically, you get an ad after every match. Um, you know, that if you can deal with that, then keep it for free and just play it with ads. Um, if not, if you're like, you know what, I'd like to play this a little bit differently, get it on Steam. I, I enjoy it on Steam. I think it's pretty good. It, it's, you know, very low requirements. So, you know, even like a 1990s laptop could probably run it because it, it doesn't take much. So, yeah, I, but check it out on your phone. See if you like it over, especially for you as somebody who's not really a big wrestling fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would try it on your phone first. Okay. I'll, I'll consider it. Well, that's my handle, so I'm going to hand the the, the mug off to Obert. Okay. Um, I got another movie handle. I feel like I've done movies a little bit lately. Um, this is one that I saw in theaters, and actually late to this party, because I think I saw it the last day it was in theaters. 
I was like, I got to go now before it, it leaves. And uh, that is Jordan Peele's Nope. Have either of you seen this movie, Nope, or heard nope. anything about it? I know I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, if you've watched, I think I've made his other movies, both Us and uh, Get Out Handles previously on the show. And I think he's a phenomenal director. Um, if you like his other movies, I think you'll really enjoy Nope. I don't want to spe- spoil any of like the major plot points, but I will say that it is um, a similarly like suspenseful horror movie without like you know a lot of like jump scares or you know gore or anything like that. But it is a very suspenseful movie. Um, it's uh, you know the movie starts off and our, our main character he uh, is opening scene the, his father passes away he inherits this horse ranch outside of hollywood where he has like all these horses that he trains for to be like stunt like in movies like uh what's the word stunt animals i guess is the word i'm looking for mm. and uh <laughs> um quickly you find out that there's like something else is going on and it's it, it becomes very suspenseful and i i think that the some of the other actors um what was I think the guy's name is Steven Yuen from Walking Dead who played Glenn. Okay. Uh he he does a good job as a as a co-star in this movie. Uh really good acting, like I said great directing, edge of my seat the whole movie. It's a movie that I'll watch like watch again soon. Like I'm going to this is one that I really enjoyed. I'm going to watch pick up again right away as soon as it comes out. Actually no, I think it's out. I wouldn't make this handle if you couldn't watch it. You can go to justwatch.com type in nope you can find out you can buy it digitally you can rent it digitally you might be able to find it in theaters near you still probably not but check it out go find out go find nope and uh let me know after you watch it because it was good so you can rent it on apple tv and that's the only place so far okay good to know so go find it in theaters or get an iphone i mean you don't have to get an iphone it's true you don't have to get an iphone to get apple tv it's dumb that you have to pay. Do you have to pay for Apple TV and then pay again for the movie? No, you don't. No, you don't have to. Like, you just have to have the. Apple oh, it's TV not Apple app. TV Plus. It's just Apple TV. Correct. Where you go and then pay pay real dollars to watch the movie. Correct. Now you're getting got it. it. Okay. All right. Frosty mugs full. Hand it off to you, Ted. Yep. So with that, with the, thank you all for listening. With the, thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will thank for everybody Shades Brewing and their. Peach Cobbler American Style Sour Ale. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys can Ted. say thank you as well if you guys would like, I guess. Or you're welcome, perhaps. I could say you're welcome. Thank thank you. That is true. You shades, can say you're welcome. Shades and Obert. <laughs> uh, please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Uh, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure that you head over to the Discord and join the, the conversation over there with other fans of the podcast. Um, and if you're looking for you know some short extra episodes of Drinking Long Friends, please head over to Patreon. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get um, you know an extra bite-sized episode called the pregame. Um, we record it you know about every other time we record, we record that, and uh, they're about twenty-minute episodes, and you can listen to them over there. And like I said, it's a dollar; it helps support the podcast. Um, also, make sure you go over to wherever you listen to your podcast and leave F. A rating and a review uh five stars is truly appreciated and you can do that on any podcast app so you know apple Podcasts, go do that spotify go do that or wherever else you know google play go go do that as well i always forget that you know there's an android play store um 
So go do that as well. And finally, make sure that you're spreading this via word of mouth. Um, tell everybody that you know that likes craft beer to tune in to Drink With My Friends, a podcast where you know, some funny guys drink some beers from around the country. Uh, sometimes they get beer shipped to them in the mail by each other, and then they do a, a triple review on one day. So do that, um, and we greatly appreciate it. And with that, my name Before name's- we go, oh. I need this quick programming note. We are taking next week off, uh, but we will be back September 29th. So we will see you all then. Well then, yeah, we should finally, we should also say before then, head over to Discord and wish happy birthday to Obert. Thank you. And with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I seem to recall there's other other social medias out there that tell me that it's a different thing. Yeah, well, who knows? I got to keep it ambiguous. Don't want to get doxxed. <laughs> I still think that that's funny when everybody just says happy birthday to you on April 1st. And they just yeah. never put two and two together. At this point, you know, I just let them have their fun.